Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So AEW has done it. Mr. Burns had won it. Because when AEW Rampage started, it was like, how are they going to fit all this goodness into 60 minutes? Sometimes it was better than others. But now All Elite Wrestling just has this down. You can give them multiple segments and they work out perfectly. I'm a big fan of Rampage. Which also means that we have had another episode, so it's time to take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. And then you get mad at me because you don't agree with my opinions. It's a wonderful relationship we have. And know that I love you. Let's up those doubts. Moxley versus Ethan Page kicked off Rampage. So instantly I was like, well, you can't go wrong with that. Mox also looks like he's in great shape after coming back to the ring. And just as a small aside to tie into recent news bulletins, if you need to go away from your job to take care of yourself, you don't have to apologize to nobody. Page is also just great and clearly very confident because he said to Scorpio Sky, go to the back, my friend. I can take care of this. And these two got in the ring and they just kicked the crap out of each other. I mean, I was convinced it was going to be a squash at one point, but it wasn't at all. In fact, Ethan Page more than held his own. And if anybody of any importance is listening or somebody that has some kind of power in AEW, he should probably be the TNT champion at some point. He also hit Mox with this insane shoulder tackle at one point this sent John flying out the ring and when they were fighting on the mats announced tables were being broken and people being thrown into Barry barricade poor Barry but even when they got back in the ring it was still like well I got a fist why don't I punch you as hard as I can? Ethan would just not take any of this crap though and so started working over John Moxley's back and at one point he was even going to go for the ego's edge. Now that didn't work and eventually John Moxley got him into the paradigm shift position but this is when we were just playing wrestling tennis because Ethan was like, no, you didn't take my finishing move so I ain't taking yours. Instead he hit this brain buster that if you hit on anybody in real life you'd probably kill him and then we just smashed the go button because they were back to fighting on the outside again. Mox did this dive and to I think before all of this, I was all like, oh, Ethan Page, he's going to get squashed. What an idiot I am. He was never going to win, though, because that would have been silly, given that Moxie has only just returned to television. So eventually he walked into the bulldog choke and he passed out in seconds. But he sold this so well, too, because almost instantly he was like, oh, man, what the hell happened? And if you've watched MMA fighting, well, that happens a lot. Ethan then tried to do something after, which was really dumb, because Mox was like, no, and hit him with the paradigm shift. And then if that wasn't enough for you, as Johnny Boy was leaving, 
He ran into Brian Danielson, who kind of stared at him for a little bit and then gave him a round of applause. So clearly, this is our next feud. And I was like, my excitement can't down. I can't contain it. So when you throw in the match, you throw in the aftermath and you throw in everything else, including the emotion of seeing John Moxley back. Flub me, does this get an up? It was tremendous. We zoom backstage after this where the Jurassic Express were really mad at the gun club, so they did accept their challenge. And I thought Jungle Boy was really good here, as was Luchasaurus, who just ended by going, for some reason I enjoy that. And then we had to rejig the Rampage card a little bit. Because we did not get Rapongi Vice versus the Young Bucks because Rocky Romero tested positive for COVID, so I hope he's okay. So instead, we got Nick Jackson versus Trent. Somebody needs to find these guys and give them some medals. Because at first, admittedly, the crowd didn't seem to be into it that much. They were quite quiet. But by the time they peaked and got to their finish, these individuals were going wild. And you can absolutely see why. I mean, one of the first things we saw was Nick Jackson going for some kind of springboard, but Trent turning that into a Northern Lights suplex. And then these two were also fighting on the outside, where Trent went, ha ha, and he gave him a spear. They were then trading German suplexes, and Jackson was only able to join in with that because he used the referee as some kind of distraction. And another story point that I do need to mention is that when Trent was coming to the ring, Wheeler Uta wanted to do a fist pump, but Trent wouldn't give it to him. And given they're called the best friends... Something is awry. We then had a mini callback to what had just happened because Nick Jackson finally got his springboard in and he whammed Trent with the destroyer. And then we were all like, man, do you know what's cool? Moves, let's do every single one of them. Because we had super kicks, pile drivers, 450 centons. It was like beforehand they'd gone through the wrestling manual and gone, have you seen how many maneuvers there are in here? I think we should try and do as many as we can. But it kind of felt like I dreamt it, which goes for the finish as well. Because much like the first match, I convinced myself Trent ain't going to win this. They'll give it to Nick Jackson and we'll move on to whatever is next. But I couldn't have been more wrong because Nick Jackson overdid the super kicks. Trent stopped him. He hit the strong zero and the ref went one and the ref went two and the ref went three. And I know the fans were surprised by this as well because as soon as he had done that, they all went... Well, oh my goodness. So I am now even more intrigued to see where it was going to go. This brought Rampage two for two in terms of great matches. And I want to say this was like one of the best Rampages ever. But it may have been one of the best Rampages ever. We got another promo for Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez after this. So we were lighting a fire under that. And then my heart started to beat because here came Hook. Now, I no longer think that a normal up correctly conveys how we all feel about Hook. So today, I introduce to you the Hook heart. Now, yes, it's very lazy. It's just a heart around the number. But again, I feel like emotion is important. It has been a theme of today. So give it a Hook heart, which once again is just a little symbol around a number. Leave me alone. He was facing Sir Pentago here too. And this masked man got wrecked. Like he was going to do his big entrance when he goes kapow and all the streamers come out of his jacket. But this just annoyed Hook who grabbed him, threw him around the place, suplexed him and in around about 60 seconds locked in the red rum. And that was that. The crowd absolutely lapped this up as well. It's 100% how you build a star. And because Hook doesn't care about your feelings, he kept this move on just a little bit too long because he was mad. The noise for this was incredible, though. And we should just push this guy to the moon because if nothing else, it's fun. And we also built his next match because QT Marshall came out afterwards. He was like, Hook, I don't like you at all. And I think you have terrible hair. Of course, he didn't say that. Nobody would have believed it. But now Hook can beat him up too. It is just great. Hook also suplexed QT on the rampway and then just walked off like it was a mild annoyance. 
And one day, much like Sting, I hope I can be his friend. We then got to our main event, which was Jade Cargill defending her TBS title against Anna Jay. And I just think we need to take a minute and check ourselves. Because after the match between Jade Cargill and Ruby Soho, some people were overreacting and saying some really stupid things. I'm not saying that you can't like something, you're not allowed to sit down there and pass constructive criticism. But do you know what happened mere two weeks later? Anna Jay and Jade Cargill main evented AEW Rampage, probably had the best match they ever had done and do not forget I'm pretty sure two years ago these guys hadn't even started professional wrestling and then they delivered this that is just crazy this was flipping brilliant and it's getting it up the whole story was that Jade is a unit whereas Anna is a little bit more crafty hence why in the beginning of the thing Jade Cargill was throwing her around with fall away slams whereas Anna Jade was trying to utilize the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment the surprise roll up we then had some nonsense on the outside as John Silver and Mark Sterling got into it this was great too, because John Silver and Jay Cargill then tried to outpose each other when Anna Jay ran in from nowhere and hit Jade with this forearm. I thought it was going to take off her head. Jade did her big belly to belly suplex and then nipped up, which is always going to work because it looks so damn cool. And even when Anna Jay was able to apply the Queen Slayer here, all Jade did was like drop her neck over the top rope because she don't want none of this nonsense. Sterling was then being an ass on the outside again, so Silver was like, right, that's it. I've had enough of you and hit him with a brain buster on the outside but this kind of distracted Cargill so Anna hit once and again the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and Cargill kicked out too my word it bought it it got even better when our TBS champ went for Jaded but Anna Jay reversed this into the Queenslayer she quite literally kicked her feet out from under her knees if that makes any sense and once again I was like well if we are going to change the title we'll probably do it now she couldn't make it work though so she charged Jade Cargill in the corner who caught her and gave her a one-armed powerbomb. And honestly, that was one hell of a looking test of strength. This then allowed Cargill to finally hit the Jaden and get the one, two, three. And this has to put any of the doubters to bed. She is going to be a great TBS champion. She's only going to get better each and every week. We should give all the praise to Anna Jay as well. I may go watch this for a second time. I mean, at one point, Jade Cargill hit that pump kick flubbing great. Which brought us to the end of AEW Rampage and honestly in terms of taking a structure and making sure it all fit together, this was so superbly done and I'm giving it an up. Now please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's Rampage like the video, share the video and subscribe head over to whatculture.com, read yourself some articles you're on YouTube so if you're into WWE Smackdown Ups and Downs has also been released so you can check out my thoughts on that and we're on social media, come and say hello. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today 
at shopify.com slash records.